It, it seems fine. Do you know what that's from? No, I don't know what that's from. Is that a reference I should know? It's uh, Paul Mute your Simon. fucking phone! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm very popular. I have friends other than you, you know. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film franchises, one film at a time. I am here, as always, with the Robin to my Batman, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how are you feeling? Okay, so last week I was old, and now this week I'm already dead without an appearance. <laughs> I don't know why three weeks in a row you've been fucking dead. Like, All I get <laughs> is alluded to in the sexy ladies intro. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine. I'm good, Andrew. How does it how does it go by you this week? It's it's pretty good so far. So yeah. good. I'm looking. I'm feeling Great. optimistic, CJ. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm choosing joy. That's not what you were texting me last night. Because I was full of anger. And and you know what? Okay, listeners, you ready for this? Uh, CJ actually had to tell me, let's stop texting because he knew we were recording today and I was just going in on the movie and he's like, you got to save it because I, I, I've it got for the clean I've, feed. I've got feelings. Do you want to tell the people what the movie is? Yes, this week on Icon or Wycon, Andrew and I will be delving into the merits of Last Action Hero. I almost wish that that three-hour mess was what we would be talking about, because that is a three-hour mess. But yeah. we're talking about a two-hour mess today. We're talking about a two-hour, um, very unfortunate entry into what has become a tumultuous universe, Justice League. Justice League. Yeah, and Andrew, it's just us tonight, so. We're the Justice League. Let it out. All right. That cold open looks fucking terrible. I said now, it. We're talking about the cold. O- which one? Not the Batman. That's not the opening of the movie, though. Doesn't something else open the the Steve the the video opens the movie. The video of the CGI Superman. mustache is that that's what you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And you know how yeah. I feel about the soups. We've talked about how I feel about the soups. Right. Yeah. They I didn't did even him. Think it- Dirty. I didn't even I didn't even think it was Henry Cavill. It could I said, have been Oh my anybody. god, they've they've recast someone or they're going with some kind of this is not Superman cuz Superman's dead, right? When the film opens. Mm-hmm. Uh so this is this is some uh, discount Superman. But no, this is this is Tom Cruise's fault. It's Tom Cruise's fault. I suppose, but it it looks horrible. It looks really bad. Now, do you do you, do you hate it because it looks bad? Or do you hate it because of the content? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you Both what. Both reasons. So, okay. So I hate it because it looks bad, one. And they try to cover it up with an iPhone framing device that it's these which little it, kids. Which, which fits, though. Which fits because it's, it's kids, right? So they don't know to film horizontally. Listen, I want to be in the moment with you, but I need to know right now. Are you about to be a Justice League apologist for the next hour? Because I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me. I'll never tell. CJ, it's bad, man. I'll never tell. Okay, fine. But listen, so that whole opening sequence, his mustache looks terrible. It does look terrible. But the fact that he goes, my fuh, 
a man I once knew. I was like, did he really almost say father? Boo. He knows how to keep a secret identity better than that at this point. One. Number two. And they're like, what's your favorite thing about Earth? And he looks off into the distance. It is fucking lame. It's lame. Yeah. Was he going to say Lois? Was he going to say people? Was he going to say ringdings? Who knows? I'm, my money's on ringdings. Um, <laughs> and then, so then we have the opening. Um, yes. Yes. And we get, uh, we get what's his butt's original theme. Yes. So that's cool. It is cool. It's cool. It's cool. It is cool. But then we get to this fight on the roof. Yeah, where Batman uses a criminal as bait. Yeah. So that's a thing he does, apparently. Now. Apparently now. So he finds a criminal that is committing a criminal act. So he just so, so he's he's waiting to find this criminal. To be fair, it is Gotham City. There's always a crime happening. I guess. OK. OK. Okay, okay, but he, he finds okay. this criminal. He dangles him over the ledge and waits yep. for this parademon to attack. Because right? he needs fear. He needs fear, right? So he holds on to this parademon. They fly, they fly, jumps they fly. Off. Jumps yep. off, lands on a roof. Somehow yep. lands on the same roof where he left. All comes back around because he, we need that criminal to say it's because Superman's dead. CJ. Yeah. It's not going well. First 10 minutes, not going well. We are not, we're not in a great place. Um, but so far I'm entertained. All right. So then we go to this Diana cold open. There's three cold opens before the movie actually starts. Yes. I think this is, and this is one of our first, um, oh no, we don't get the upskirt shot until later in that scene. Later in that scene. But the, but the objectification of Wonder Woman is on, folks. Oh, it's it's, it's on. on. It's on and it starts with that really tragic shot of her standing on that CGI statue. It looks terrible. Well, I like that. I do I do I do like the shot though. I like the idea of the shot because uh that that statue is the Greek goddess of justice. Okay, but if that statue is of appropriate size for where yes. it's located, why is right. she as tall as the torch? It's just for it's just for show, man. It looks shot stupid. Is that? Whose shot is that? You know that, whose is that shot Zach's that is. Shot or is that Joss's that's shot? That's Joss's shot. Yep. That's Josh's shot. Okay. So you know, as you know, I'm watching Agents of Shield right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is a great show based on character and like very little to do with what Joss Whedon usually does in movies. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to think that this is the same man that made the Avengers. Yeah. I know. Right, is now is now in charge of this thing and what it's, man it, it's it's a monstrosity struggles. it's a monstrosity it's not a monstrosity it's a monst yeah it's bad it's a monstrosity but it's but it's entertaining and here's and this is what i'm going to keep coming back to All and right. this is the reason that i said we were discussing last action hero this week right <laughs> because the movie on its own is fun it's an easy watch Everybody is great in it. Like the actors are fantastic. They do it's, their best. It's, it's it moves right along. Right? But as a film, as the sequel to BVS, as an entry into this universe. I mean, we are coming off of Patty J's Wonder Woman, which was so good. Which, which was, was so solid good. and serious and like but still had humor. But not serious. I mean, it was serious like it, it was serious because of the 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 circumstances yeah 
right? But it didn't take itself too seriously. No, not at all. And like you know, and and this the poor gal, man. And this thing, they undress her. She has nothing to do. And and there's there's a couple of moments, and we'll talk about them. There's that scene that she has with Bruce, where like she's like. Ah, Bruce. And I was just like, wow, look, look, guys, that's what an actress that doesn't know what's happening looks like. She's so lost yeah. in that scene. It's so obviously a reshoot. And the the and poor Ben Affleck, who is visibly a different weight for the reshoots. Right. Like because he wasn't prepared. Like you and I both know what it takes to, yeah. to get yourself into shape. And if you have a look, like Ben's got a little bit of what we have. I'm sorry. I'm speaking for you. Yeah. But no, he's got real. a little bit of what we, we got the bubbly gene. Yeah. Like yeah. It, we, if we don't watch it, we get like big. a hawk, we get big. Yeah. Like we bubble. And they had him in a like vest. Kobe Calais. <laughs> and they had him in a vest trying to cover that up. It's like, and guys. it's so sad because he's still super lurchy. I mean, I, and we bet. do, I feel like we do need to come out though. It, it <laughs> just, I, I walked all over what you were just saying. That Ben Affleck reason. was lurchy. <laughs> I would still do it. We do, have still to, would. we do have to recognize the fact that there was a great tragedy in a man's life. That there really was. There really know, was. That, yeah, like the family tragedy that caused Zack Snyder to have to leave this film is 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 a, is awful. Yeah, and you know you wouldn't wish it upon your worst enemy, Kathleen Kennedy. But the thing is, <laughs> is that it's so. It's so evident that there are two completely different visions and movies happening all at once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really – the construction is poor. So I have a couple questions and and I think let's start there and let's see if they stimulate conversation for us. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. uh, Bruce Wayne walks into a bar. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to find Aquaman, right? Yep, yep. And uh, he finds him, and he turns around, and there's a a, a cave drawing of a mother box on the wall. On three this, of them, right? Three, on, yeah, three of them, right? On the wall on this bar. What's what what what? That's for us. It's for us, right? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. For us. All right. Um, let's go to the Themyscira sequence. Which, by the way, doesn't look anything like Patty Jenkins' Themyscira. It actually looks like the game Mist from the 90s. Remember that game? Wow. Yeah. Good. Re- deep yeah, cut, was, right? I'm a man I of a certain age. Of, yeah. No, I was thinking it looked like a Sandals commercial. It is. I want to know what in CGI hell is that rendering. That looks bad. But that's not my question. My question is, so Steppenwolf's boom tube was always able to get into the stronghold that was hiding the mother box. He just, he just fucking teleported right in there. Yeah. Just, that's just no, that's it. Just, that was always an option. What a shitty stronghold. Just, just get in and get out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so centuries he, ago. Yeah. But he couldn't just grab it and, and boom tube out. There was this whole elaborate thing to like put it on, on the back of a horse and like, and shoot it with yeah. an arrow. No, it was it was really wonderful to watch the Amazons at work, but it didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. And then the thing he- is, again, we're back to last action hero. The movie doesn't make sense. the the story The story doesn't move properly, but the film, it's the movie itself, is very fun. 
There's so much happening. There's a lot of action. And then there's a bunch of scenes where people talk to each other. Okay. But they don't say anything. I have one more question for you. Okay. Flash's leg. Flash gets injured and has to be helped back into the transport. Yep. Until the next scene when he's fine. Yep. We're n- no explanation, nothing. They just we, they stitched him up. He's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I, I wondered I, about that too. I said, so he's lost his power now. If he bleeds, he loses his power. Yeah. No. No. Apparently not. I don't know, man. I'm so confused. No, I've got one more question for you. Okay. Flash and Cyborg are digging up Clark's body. Right. And Flash is like, I could go faster, but like, it feels disrespectful. And Victor's like, it doesn't to me. So why didn't Victor just fucking like Cyborg that shit out of there? Yeah. Because, Because we needed to have the fist bump moment. It's terrible. It's really bad. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. It's not constructed well. No, the it's, al- frank, the, it's it's not put together well. The alien stole my husband news clip is garbage. Yeah, like we saw that happen. And also we live in a world now where like Zod and Superman and fucking Doomsday Doomsday have ra- have ravaged this town yeah. and we're going to make fun of the lady. Yeah. Because she said an alien abducted her husband. Yeah. Like at this point, it's more likely that you'll get hit by like abducted by an alien than you'll get hit by a bus. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I'm, I'm going to I want to focus on the movie, but uh, we do have to talk a little bit about the construct of how this movie came to be and where we're going with this conversation. OK. So we heard about Zach's tragedy, his his. Fucking terrible. It's terrible. His daughter committed suicide. And so he stepped down from post-production duties. So the film was finished. And now we have to take into account the fact that while he was shooting this film, he was shooting two movies. He was shooting Justice League 1 and The Deathly Hallows 2. Yes. Not The Deathly Hallows, but Justice League 2. Right? So he's shooting the two movies. Yes. And during production, WB says it has to be one movie. And it has to be two hours. And it has to be two hours. So his assembly cut was allegedly five hours long because he had filmed two movies. And he had, and it, it had it, Jared Leto in it. And, it. and it was going to take a lot of work to get it down to the two-hour runtime because that's almost impossible. That's too, it's just not a feasible thing if that's not what you photographed. So he's Do we there. know why they wanted this two-hour movie? Because there were complaints about Batman v Superman being too long. Oh, by who? This you, is the problem. This is the problem. This is the goddamn problem with society. Just because some fucking douchebag living in his mother's basement, with which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with living. There's in your nothing wrong with living in your mother's basement. Twere my parents alive, I would still be. I would move back into their basement tomorrow. There was in a heartbeat. goddamn pool table down there. But just because that douchebag comes out and says it, and then a bunch of people agree with him, who may or may not be people. Yeah. Right, we don't know that these people actually care, and I and I don't believe that people actually do. So why do they put so much stake in it? Why do they listen instead of just like, like, like Man of Steel was amazing, and like yeah. a lot of civilians died. Who gives a shit? Yeah, they didn't trust the filmmaking. Make your movie, build your world, <laughs> let your characters live in it. Well, they wanted to meddle, which is the the whole thing we talked about with 
Suicide Squad, where they're like, all right, well, let the studio that cut the trailer that was really popular cut a version of the movie, too, so we can test that. Why? Why you have a director that's working on the edit? Why? This is how we get... They're smarter than you are. The directors are always smarter than... Directors are always smarter than the producers most of the time. Most of the time. Always is a broad statement, but... That's why I said always most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, so so there's that thing. So we have a, an assembly cut, then his daughter commits suicide, and then he steps down from post-production, and they bring Joss Whedon in to do quote-unquote reshoots. Now, the rumors start coming out. So what happens is you have... The actor is publicly saying, oh, it's really very much Zack's movie. It's very much his vision. It's just your standard reshoots. But these were like $25 million worth of reshoots. That's a lot. It was a six-week process, so that's almost a, a full shooting schedule. And the rumors start coming out that it's like 80 new pages of dialogue, that yeah. a lot is reshot. And then the leaks start happening. So right. the director of photography from Zack Snyder's version was not included in – the Joss Whedon version of the film. Finally, it's another great idea. Oh, it's right. Another great idea. The, that to not bring the director of photography back. He says that he saw the theatrical release and there's probably 10% of the footage that he shot and it's been recolored and moved around and, and actors have been moved around in it. And everything but, has been made orange. Everything has been made orange. The, a lot of the major plot threads are different. A lot of things have changed. And, and then they're like, oh, well, you know, that's because Zach likes to use film and Joss is digital. So we had to, you know, do do some stuff. It, no. It's it's messy. So we're talking about this movie as for what it is in preparation for the Snyder Cut, which is coming out soon, which is a there's a whole thing about the fans bringing that to life, which is a very, very exciting movement that I, I really I was on tour and I started playing with Twitter. And that was where I really got to see it in action. It's amazing what these fans accomplish in support of Zack Snyder and this vision, because this movie just doesn't make it, man. It just doesn't do it. All the plot holes we talked about, the heroes park fight, the heroes park fight, which should be the most amazing thing is goofy and strange. And they give, the call- I, will, I will say though, that flash moment in that, like that's one of the better parts of this movie. It is where Superman can see him. Superman side. eye, yeah. Oh yeah. Superman side. eye is great. Yeah, really good. But I there's just, a thing, right? There was a scene in Batman v Superman where the Flash comes back from the future. The nightmare sequence. And it doesn't pay off. No, and he says, am it's I gone. too soon? I'm too soon. There is no connection to that. There's no connection to the nightmares that Bruce was having during that movie about the future. Now, I'm guessing that Bruce brings Bat- – Batman brings Superman back – and doesn't bring Lois Lane in, and then that future happens. Perhaps. I think it's a greater thing with the anti-life equation. And how something okay. something happens to Lois and Superman turns. Something, something dark side. Yep. I think it's like that. Okay. I would have liked to have seen that. I would have loved for that to pay off, for that thread to pay off, but nothing. Also, how about they show us Victor Stone turning into Cyborg again? It's just a different clip. I would have liked to have seen Victor Stone. I would have liked to have not waited to see Aquaman. See, again, Marvel, they did it right. Well, they just introduced they, they the individuals and then have the team-up movie. They, they didn't go did straight to right. the team-up movie. There's too much to do. There's too much to do, and we don't know them. Also, Aquaman throws a bottle into the ocean. and like, Why is he littering? Wouldn't he not? 
Why, is he so worked up? There is and why so would, much. Why would the why would the demi what are they called? Demi the Lovato. <laughs> Parademons. The train. The parademons. What was that? Come on, ride the train, Demi Lovato. No, no. Come on, ride the train was Quad City DJs, and it was firmly from the nineties. Who wrote a song about a train? Oh my god! I'm thinking of. I mean, there's so many trains. So many people. Yeah. Uh, why would that parademon attack the fisherman? Oh, so I, Aquaman could find him. So Aquaman could find him because movie, and you know because I movie. hate things because movie. Because reasons. Oh my gosh, it's it's. It's crazy. And then we have these, like, there's these shitty moments of humor that are really trying to emulate Marvel activity, and they just don't land it, which is weird because Joss nailed it once before. But, like... Well, I thought, I thought some of the comedy did really play. I did, did you? I did, what have, was your favorite I did have, joke? I did have some laugh-out-loud moments. Um, hit well, me with one. Bar- change my mind. Really, really anything that Barry Allen says is hilarious. He, yeah, he's um, amazing. Even though it's, like, terrible writing, but it's, it's, he terrible. delivers it so well. I think my favorite moment was... You didn't bring me back because you like me. Well, I don't not. You know what? I just wish he had finished it because then it'd be funnier. I don't. (sighs) My thing is, though, Batman landing jokes is bullshit, right? And that's a response, right? That's a reaction to the reaction from the Internet. It's a total reaction. And also having um, Clark all of a sudden become this Boy Scout, which is not the version of the character that was established. I stand for truth, but I'm also a big fan of justice. What the fuck? Just shut up. Oh my god, it's terrible. And the other thing that I really, really hated was when they give the really cool callback to tell me something. Do you bleed? Right? Yeah. Very cool, very scary. It's so yeah. not threatening. And then he drops Batman on the ground. Seeing Batman on the ground in broad daylight, being like on that fucking astroturf, being yeah. like, oh, Oh, something's definitely bleeding. Well, well, I mean, that whole fucking section of the movie, when does that all take place? It feels like it takes place in one night. And then it's the next morning, but like 17 hours of action happen. How did that happen? Yeah, no, he's like, he's like flailing on the ground. It's very unbecoming. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Fucking also, embarrassing. Also, this is your first collaboration of Justice League, right? The Justice League. They're aware that Steppenwolf is after this mother box, right? You feel me? Yes. Oh, with me on this. Aware Steppenwolf. They're like, we need Clark. We're going to use this mother box. We're going to charge this shit up. We're going to go back to the Kryptonian Genesis chamber and wake Clark back up. I, you have me. You have me. I'm into it. Yes. Bring soups back. Fuck yeah. Saw him at the press junket. No, he's in the movie. I'm here for it. I'm ready. He fucking bursts out. Oh my God. He's got his shirt off. Doesn't make sense, but he looks super hot. I'm still here. I'm into it. They spend that entire time and nobody thinks to protect the mother box. These are the most nope. inept heroes I've ever seen. The Justice League is not this inept. And then what is what happens? What happens? Step pool, boom tubes in, gets boom the mother box. In. And boom, tombs out. Why did you fucking do that at Themyscira? It makes no sense. The movie nope, makes no sense, CJ. It's it's like the psyche of a lot of young people these days. It's very fragile. <laughs> I was so nervous about where that was going. <laughs> it's very fragile. It is it is fragile. Mm, 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 also, mm. since when does Diana just leave her lasso around for Aquaman to just sit on it and start confessing? Uh, oh. Come on, that was great. No, Wonderful dude. delivery by Jason Momoa. Oh, he did a great job, you know, Hilarious. polishing the turd. But, like, come on, man. What? She she never just leaves her lasso around. Oops, left that there for somebody to sit on? The lasso of Hestia? Yeah. Wonder Woman doesn't just put the lasso of Hestia down. Nope, not on top of Batman's ride. 
No, it's so weird. They do things. Yeah, and and let's be real. This whole final sequence is just soft, CJ. It's it it's soft. This whole movie it doesn't uh, it just fails to get me there. It fails to get me there and then I think it fails to try to get me there. It just it kind of expects me to be dumb and accept it and be excited for this Justice League movie, you know? Which I which I was. Okay. Which I was and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. I did not. And during during the moment during the moment of it happening, I was like, fine. I don't know why everybody hates this, right? Yeah. It's only after. It's only after where you where you start thinking about it and you you know and, and then you watch it again. And you and you think, oh man. It's rough. Boy, there's some holes here. Huge holes. The Russian family. We gotta talk about the Russian family. What is going on? Why do I care? Who are these people? Why did why did his game start working when the P- Paradod show up? What's happening? Why are they there? Who are they? What's going on? Just to it doesn't, just, just to give some well, stakes, just to like give some like was it, and there's one family in the yeah, whole just, town? Just the one family living in a box. When, and, 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 and 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 later Superman saves an entire building of fleeing people. Yeah. Did but they, they just stay? They just stayed. They just stayed. They stayed. Yeah. Guys, it's wh- bad. write a fucking script. It's bad. Also, the little girl pulling out the can of raid. I can't. I can't. She thought she was helping. She it's, thought it's she a could mess. help. It's a mess. They board up the windows, but like the parademons don't even try to get in. Um, yeah. No, parademons no are attracted to fear except for when Batman drives through and makes a siren noise. Then they're attracted to sound. But then they're attracted to fear again because Steppenwolf's afraid. Superman arbitrarily gets his suit and from I don't know where and gets back to the people and he decides he's going to fight with them. And they say, we need you to get, you know, to protect Victor so he can pull up the unity, pull it apart. But then he's like, but I got to help these civilians first. Wait. So like you just got to help the civilians. So you just got here and then you're calling audibles. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's very troubling. It's very sad. It's sad, is what it is. It's sad. You've got some of the some of the finest actors of the day. They're so good, and they're really trying their best to make it happen. But but they're lost. They look tired and confused. They're lost. They lack direction. They lack direction. And now here's my thing: we have to talk about this wannabe Marvel mid-credit sequence. Yeah. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Like if you're going to have mid credits and post credit scenes, like you got to have them from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You can't shoehorn them in. Right. Like, cause, cause the first one was in suicide squad. Yes. Right. So in the third movie, that's where we get our first post mid credit scene. Yeah. Uh, the flash and Superman have time to race from somewhere to the West coast. Yeah. Kind of fun. I mean, it's a nod to a comic. Why? The fastest man on earth. Why is it there? Why is it there? Why is it there? Why is it there? And then we have a post credit scene with uh, Deathpool. I'm sorry, uh, Deadstroke. Nope. It's still wrong. <laughs> Fuck. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Right? Lex, Lu- Lex Luthor has smuggled someone into prison to break himself out to make a reference to Gina Davis. I don't know. 
How? How? And why wouldn't you show me that? There was such a big I'd thing l- about I would have liked to have seen that. Jail. There was such a big thing in the last I would movie have liked, about I would have liked to have seen West. that. Yeah, oh. I would have liked to have seen that. It is yeah. it it's it's infuriating, CJ. And and yeah, you know I'm now tired. I'm, I'm tired. tired. I'm tired. And and I think I think the worst part about it is that they did my man Superman wrong. They did all of them wrong. They did the whole Justice League wrong. But I think the yes. biggest casualty is Henry Cavill and his performance because nothing yeah. he did in Man of Steel would lead to the version of this character that he's playing now. And God well, love him going for it. Nothing that's happened so far in any of these movies would lead to this situation. Would, would yeah, would culminate in the the movie that we got. Now, there's another movie coming. Yes. There's an apology letter being written to the fans. Yeah, and it's coming on the 18th of March. We're ready. We're ready. I'm fucking ready, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see all the things that we talked about probably come true. Yeah, and you know it's funny. I kind of live for these parallel versions. Like we we got one for Superman two. We got a parallel version for uh, the Exorcist prequel. Yeah. So I, I I love seeing that, and I love seeing what what was the same. What inspired the other director to take it in that direction? But um, yeah, I, I just really don't think this movie nails it, and I really wanted it to. And honestly, when you said you enjoyed it, I was like, you know, I trust my buddy CJ. Maybe I'm wrong because a- after the year that I've had, I've been in a whole position of reevaluating the things that I didn't like and and being more open hearted about things and trying to be more understanding. I still did not like this movie, and still did not think that they nailed it. There's a lot. There's a lot to not like. Yeah, you know, I watched it for the first time. And that was my initial reaction was like, oh, fun. Yeah. I laughed. There were some moments where I got a little emotional, teary. And then I watched it again. I, 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 and it I, doesn't hold up. <laughs> it, really, it really doesn't hold up on the rewatch. Like I, yeah. I was actually madder now than I was four years ago. Yeah. So anyway, we could go on and on. We should take a break. Okay. You know, Andrew, as much as doing these episodes takes away from my video game time, I do really enjoy talking to you. I enjoy talking to you too, CJ. But you know what's missing? I wish there was a way for us to communicate with our 17 listeners. Oh, what if they were to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Icon or Ycon? That's a fantastic start. And you know what else they should do? They should take a minute to subscribe to us on all of their favorite podcast apps. Well, what are those iconic apps? I mean, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Amazon Music, do they like bring it to your door? No, they do not. Oh, okay, good. Back to the show. And we're back. We are. We've returned from the great beyond, which was the toilet in my case. Proud of you. Thank you. So listen, I feel like I kind of took us to a place and, and I don't want my 2021 to be punctuated with moments like this. I want to be honest about the movies and I want to okay. take people to task. But I really I really want to make sure that we're keeping the love out there, that we're keeping keeping things positive like Elle was the asking joy. The keeping joy. the joy. I just want I want to be in a place of joy right now. And so I'm, joy. I'm releasing my feelings from the last half hour and I want to move into a new half hour okay. with some ephemeral questions. It's time for it's time for it's time for it's time for questions ephemeral. Time for ephemeral questions ephemeral questions ephemeral questions with Andrew and CJ. We will take answer the questions answer the questions ephemeral questions with Andrew and CJ about the Justice League. <laughs> Wait, there's there's. 
there's just so much to unpack with that CJ because because yeah. it was there was yeah. a really uh, I, I just let's just break this down there was a there was a, yep. a healthy warm up pause yep. a, a healthy Absolutely. a healthy like breath prep yeah just getting ready and then and then ready. just just in the mic peeking and and breath and peas yep. and mm-hmm. and and then it was long there was so much it's, happening it I was couldn't stop I could it was not so stop. long I couldn't stop <laughs> and then. It, yeah. If, uh, it was the long note at the end. There was so much to love there, and I just just thank you because that really did change the energy for me. Just like That's I asked, you, you gave That's me what I asked for, CJ. I brought the joy. Yeah, you brought the joy. I appreciate I that. Well, what really Danny Elfman brought the joy. I yeah, just, but but it was you. But you were the conduit. You were the joy the conduit. conduit. The joy yeah. conduit, and I, and I respect and appreciate you for that. That's right. What worked about this movie for you, CJ? The fun. It was so much fun. Okay. There was so much popcorn mm-hmm. and rainbows and orange. A lot of so orange. So much orange. <laughs> um, no, the actors worked for me. They all, they all showed up. They did more than clock in. They did mm-hmm. a lot of heavy lifting and there was so much to lift. Yes. But even, even in the mess of things that were happening in the movie, um, I felt like their relationships were strong. Okay. You know, I felt like they really played to each other and off of each other. And they had a clear, I think, you know, even with so much unclarity, Mm -hmm. you know, they were clear on whatever direction they were being given in that moment. And I really enjoyed the performances. So the short answer is the performances really worked for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I would watch I would watch those people play these parts again and again and again, especially Ezra Miller. I mean, oh yeah, the casting really, is great. They really the yeah. casting is really perfect. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's what worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, now that you've released the kraken mm-hmm. of your internal hatred and anger, mm-hmm. what worked for you? The costumes. The costumes. The costumes. I you know the. The costumes look awesome. I, I preferred Batman's costume from BVS, but I thought he looked great. And, you know, they, they really had a lot with him to figure out. Yeah. I thought yeah. he looked great. Wonder Woman, she's wearing her duds. She looks awesome. Yeah, um, fierce. Cyborg, very cool. Yeah, it's a little CGI-y, but... Yeah, but what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But it was he's, cool, yeah. yeah. He, he, he is a cyborg. He was cool. Um, Ezra Miller, we're, we're not just going to... We're, we're going to not explain why he has that... Uh, you know, NASA grade tech on his body. We're not going to talk yeah, about that. No idea, it? but the suit looks cool. It kind of yeah. gives me, um, it kind of gives me original Power Rangers movie vibes. Yeah, there is there is something about it that's a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but as but, well, but it looks good. The, the costumes. Yeah, it's cool. No, it's great. costumes for our heroes are cool. And Aquaman, he's what is he just wearing some leggings? Like he looks amazing. No, oh my God. Workout work workout goals. Yeah, his body is a work of art. He looks fantastic with his big ass yeah. tridents and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's what worked for me though. I, cool. I, yeah, I I can compliment that. Yeah, you know it's it's kind of bad though. It's like when you go see a show and you walk out of it and you're like, oh my god, the sets, you guys. I know, right? The sets were incredible. <laughs> Adam outdid himself. I so do you know it's funny I uh every time I get a write up in a review because I usually the orchestra is supposed to sound great you know and so we we end up becoming part of the tapestry of your enjoyment of the show 
Very right. rarely do we get a shout out. And right. like my running gag is like when we get a shout out, <laughs> you really didn't There's like some it. Issues. There's some issues. <laughs> you did not yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, but alas, the costume. Alas, were- alas for you, lawyers and Pharisees. Hypocrites, hypocrites that you that be. That you be the last Jedi. Are you just gonna arbitrarily? You're just gonna arbitrarily segue from from Godspell to the Last Jedi just because because right. the clock is ticking and you haven't That's said right. it yet. Things that sort of maybe worked, but just you know they didn't. I still stand by my love of the Last Jedi. Here we I, are. Here we are. March first, five p.m. <laughs> stop! You stop right there. Oh my gosh! What didn't work for you about this movie? Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> well, you know, as much as much as Mance Raider's performance as the voice of Steppenwolf was amazing. Um, I shouldn't I shouldn't just call him Mance Raider. His name is Ciaran Hines. Um, probably not saying that right. The, the villain in this film is such a dud. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. He basically walks around and like just fucking says how great he is. Yeah, boom you know? tubes in, boom tubes he out. Boom tubes in. Yeah, he's got all these things. He's like a patsy for Darkseid. Would have liked to have seen Darkseid. He kind of... Hear his, hear his name once. He kind of looks like a character from later Robert Zemeckis movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like weird, yeah. Mo- weird mocap face. Like What's he looks terrible. Why? He's got those little like testicle horns on his chin. <laughs> oh man! Also, he's, at, and he sucks. Also, at the end when he gets sucked up the boom tube and then his little helmet just drops and hits the ground. Just I was like, drops on the. I was ground. like, really, guys? That's oh, so lame. Off. But no, there's he's got very little depth. I'm not afraid of him. Not at like, all. I'm not. I'm not I'm never nervous that shit's not going to work out for the heroes, you know? And again, like fuck, we'll get to it when we do Marvel, but that's what that's another thing that they do right. Like even even though the villains sometimes are a little shallow, like you feel like they might succeed. There's a threat. There's a you know? threat. He was he was not a threat. Also, he just wasn't developed enough. So no. so we got that speech at the end of BVS where the bell's been rung, but then they never come back to that narrative. We don't know who he is, what no. he wants. We get no. a, a weird little flashback story halfway through the movie from Diana. Which was yeah. cool, but Which like why cool. is the Green Lantern in it? <sighs> you know? Because Zeus for and, fans. and Ares, which is fun, but yeah. yeah, but like, come on, and also develop we, a character. Don't be take your time. Take your time. Also, we right. just watched Wonder Woman. So, like, what war was this? Was this before that giant war? Right. Where uh, the the Amazonians abandoned man, or like, like when did this happen? When in the history when did this happen? Was Hippolyta there? Yeah, she was. She so was there. Yeah. So was Robin Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Typey was there. Yeah. Yeah, she was so in there. like it's somewhere. I'm just so confused. No. Yeah. And that brings me to no, my what didn't work. Uh, I'm not oh, sure. I, this, was I done? Was I finished? Well, are, oh, sorry. I, I was just trying to say. Can I finish? Movie. You can finish. Please continue. Sorry. My, my okay, apologies, CJ. Okay, I'm finished. Oh my god. So I'm not That's really from sure. South Park. I know it from is. South Park. I'm not really sure this plot holds together. I'm. I'm actually no. I am sure it doesn't hold together. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Affirmative. Make, it doesn't make any sense. Affirmative. <laughs> and then, like, you have these things where the heroes do things that they wouldn't really do 
Bruce and Diana are kind of in a cold fight, but she's like, but I'm going to go along with it. And then she has this whole conflict. She's like, I don't know how to lead. What? Like you are literally the only one capable of leading. This late stage insecurity from Dan. That is why I hid for a hundred years. What? Oh yeah, because I lost my boyfriend. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it's a mess, man. It's a fucking mess. And I, I, you know, again, I just I keep coming back to this, but like upon first watch, it's a truly easy film to digest, and that's the thing. Remember, I always told you like I hate Act Three. Yeah. Or I hate Act Two because that's when like everything goes wrong. Yeah. That's why I like this movie. Yeah. Because nothing goes wrong. Nothing goes wrong. Really, nothing goes wrong. Like, everything's just, like, kind of fun. It's like like when I go to a game and I'm watching my favorite team. Like, I don't want a close game. Yeah. I want them to kick the shit out of the other team so I can get drunk in peace. Yeah. It's like Flashdance, you know, because what's the conflict of Flashdance? Girl wants to dance, so she dances. Yes, you are wearing a Flashdance tee. That's why I bring it up. Flashdance tea. So Flashdance, girl wants to dance. I thought you were thinking about maybe you were just a steel town girl on a Saturday night. (laughs) Maybe I am. For the fight of her life. Well done, you. Thank you. But yeah, do you know what I mean? So nothing really happens. So like he seeks out to assemble the Avengers to defeat Steppenwolf. Uh, The Justice League. Oh, sorry. He seeks out to to assemble the Justice League. I don't think you can say assemble. I'm, I'm not allowed to say assemble, right? He seeks right. out to enlist. Construct. Enlist. Enlist. But it's super easy. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> it is. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to Ryan George. Who, who Shout has, out to Ryan George. Who has my heart. Like, oh, my God. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm all out of pitch meetings, Ryan. Oh, I'm my God. I, you Let's know what? go. I, I watched them all. I found the bottom of the pitch meeting barrel, and I just went back to the top of the barrel and just watched yeah. them again because they're Let's always just go again. But he, folks, he, if you ha- folks, I'm just going to stop real quick. Go for it. Folks, if you haven't yet, Ryan George, Screen Rant, Pitch Meeting, YouTube, see you next week. Oh, it's so great. They're so great. You could just literally just leave them on and just watch them all. Yeah. But, like, he really nails it with his assessment that – he seeks out to assemble the team and defeat Steppenwolf, and then he does. And then he does. Yeah. <laughs> Movie over. <laughs> Literally, nothing happens. No threat. No. Nope. N- none of the. None of the things. No tension. The, none of the major world-ending consequences that we were teasing in the previous movies happen. No. Nope. Superman's nope. alive again. Everything's Superman's okay. Superman's alive, and he's like he's pissed for a minute, but then he's fine. Yeah, but then he's he fine. He goes back to Kansas. It, it and really, how did his mom get there so fast? She was just in Metropolis. The geography yesterday. of Metropolis to she Kansas to, teleported. <laughs> she like. And why didn't Bruce pay for that farm earlier? It didn't make any sense. She's writing wrong. She's writing wrong. <coughs> yeah, he knows. Wrong. He knows she's there. Like he didn't create. He didn't create a world where he could sign her after the de- after death the her son that he's responsible for. That he did. Yeah. No, no, no. But he's... Oh, my God. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. Does this movie make your Desert Island top five, CJ? (laughs) This is the opposite. This is the one that should just go to the Desert Island. (laughs) And wait for you. And just... Yeah. But I'm not coming. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm not coming. Uh, No. It does not. Um, Just like... Well, I may watch Last Action Hero again someday. 
Did you think that you were going to hear the words Last Action Hero so much tonight? Honestly, do you know what? I've lived my whole life thinking I was one of five people that saw that movie, four of them being my cousins that summer. So uh, yeah. I kind of love that you know that, and I, I'm looking forward I'm to... number be- six, baby. I'm, I'm number six. I'm looking forward to being off-panel drinking with you uh, and discussing it, because I feel... The merits, because it's got merits. It's got merits, but no, Justice League needs to go. Yeah. Um, is there going to be a Justice League 2? Probably not. Never. At this point. Yeah. Never. Well, now now there's over. talk of the Superman reboot, and everybody's freaking out because we just want Cavill back in the cape. Yeah, it's too bad. Um, yeah. yeah, no. I will say no. Good. Does Does this movie make your Desert Island top five? Hell no. I think this movie is a disaster. I think this yeah. movie is just a big old mess, and I think everybody that was involved with it had an impossible task of trying to haphazardly reshoot a movie because the man that created the too long movie that they no longer wanted wasn't there to finish it and pare it down. Right. So they just like, well, we'll just reshoot it. You know, it's just one of those, one of those like studio ideas and we'll get the guy from the Avengers to do it. That sounds like it makes sense. But like how many times have you been a part of a a theatrical project where they make a decision like that and just bring somebody random and new in at the last second to fix it. And it doesn't work. Like we know that that doesn't work twice. I, I know. And, and don't you name names. I won't. Don't you name names, but I know. I and that's do why, that. And that's why I brought I don't it do up. That. It doesn't I work. I don't does name it? names. It yeah. doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so they nope. tried it. With and on paper, movie. it should work. Should it? On paper. <laughs> it should. What I'm saying is on paper. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Yes. Problem <sighs> solved. Nope, doesn't doesn't nope. doesn't work. Nope. So, uh, bonus question for the week: Are you ready? Oh, I am. Okay, so I think because, and I knew that I was going to do this. I feel like I've come down on this movie pretty harshly, and so because of that, I think we should take this time to create a space for some valuable feedback for the movie. So, if you could give this film one piece of value valuable feedback for it to come back next season as another film, what would you tell it? Make the sequel to Batman versus Superman. Mm. Make sure that whatever movie you make tomorrow, that you start shooting tomorrow, mm-hmm. is the sequel to that movie. Make sure that it is in that universe with those characters, those decisions, and those consequences. Fair. And if you're going to create a scene where the Flash appears with a mustache, <laughs> and then you don't talk about it again, don't even mention it. <laughs> don't even bring it up. It's not even brought up. No, that's my advice. Yep. Great. Thank you. Well done. To be clear, I don't, I don't care what your advice is. <laughs> is that why? I'm, I'm waiting for you to engage me and, and, and you're just not. <laughs> I think tonight I've, I've tried to experiment with pauses okay. on radio. <laughs> See how that goes for me. Uh, Andrew, what advice would you give? Zach Whedon's Justice League. Um, proofread the dialogue. Just try it out before you go shooting it. Because I, I don't think he had heard those lines out loud until he got to set. And I don't think he rehearsed the actors. Because, again, I go back to the Diana Bruce scene where she, like, literally is like, ah, ah, like, and makes, like, a weird, like, Kathy gesture. She looks like the car- the comic strip Kathy. She's like, arg. And continues on, and it's just so weird because Diana doesn't get flustered like that. Diana's the most confident woman you've ever seen. 
That's an excellent reference, Kathy, the comic strip. Arg. There you very, go. Very impressive. So, you know, proofread. Do, do a table read. I know, I know, I know you were short on time, but like, hear that shit out loud before you hand it to those actors because they didn't know At what to once. do. At least once. They didn't know once. what to do with it. Those lines sounded like first drafts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. CJ, would you like to give this film a special award? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I can't give it the Last Action Hero Award. So, I think I'll give it the... Mm. I'm going to give it the novelization award. Okay. Go on. Because that's that's the only way that it makes sense is if you know these characters. Yeah. I could if you, feel that. If, if you have a pre-existing relationship and knowledge of the characters or you read the novelization, then this movie makes sense. Okay. A little. A little bit. Yep. A little bit. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. The novelization award. Very nice. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been coming. The folks have been waiting for it at home. Mm-hmm. They're now about to get your special award for your, what is your movie? What are your, these are your characters. This is your franchise. This is your baby. Mm-hmm. Bring it home. Joss Whedon's version of Justice League gets the Telegraph Award. Mm. And this award is inspired by a meme I saw on Twitter last year where it pointed out that at the beginning of this film, there is a shot of a cardboard that says, I tried. (laughs) And and the meme went on to say, was Joss Whedon telling us something? (laughs) And so this film gets the Telegraph Award because I remembered that meme and I was like, let me see if I could do better than that joke. And I watched the movie and I was like, it doesn't get much better than that. He showed us at the very beginning of this movie how he felt about his work. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, I tried. So what's also what's also hilarious is uh, right in the beginning, it's like cruel and unusual punishment, right? Or cruel and unusual films. Yeah, it's like one of the producers. <laughs> it is cruel it's and like, it is unusual. Yeah, it's cruel and unusual. Oh, it's, it's so bad. Sure, man. I'm, I'm, it made me jazz for the Snyder Cut though, because there's a lot of Snyder Cut haters out there that are like, you know, there's a huge chance that it's going to suck as bad as this one, and I don't think it will. <laughs> I no. don't. I don't think it will, because it'll at least be connected to Batman vs. Superman. It'll be connected to that film and that that universe that they've worked so hard to try to establish here. And also, it's four hours long, so even if two hours of it is exactly the same thing that we saw, we're going to see something new and fresh that's interesting. Yeah, that tries to make sense of sense of it all. Again, optimistic, hopeful, leading with joy. 17 yeah. days. Here we go. Totally. Totally. Uh, is this film an icon or a Y con, CJ? This film is a <laughs> con. <laughs> is that what you were practicing your mouth farts earlier? <laughs> you were warming Andrew, them up. Don't don't tell the sixteen listeners about my mouth farts. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. Sorry, now we're down to fifteen. Jesus. Oh, we lost Leanne. Leanne, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> She's out. We'll get her back. Uh, no, it's a Y-Con, man. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make the cut. It doesn't hold up. It, mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't do enough. It's I'm just, super excited for Birds of Prey, though. I want to see that one. I had a dandy time watching that. That was actually the, sure. the last movie I saw in theaters before coronavirus hit. 
Oh, theaters yeah. are coming back, though, folks. Are you going to go? Are you ready to go? What's your feeling? Well, I will have my second shot of the vaccine next week, which is very exciting. And uh, I think I think come May, June, I'll feel comfortable. May, June. Yeah, May, June. I may get a vaccine by then. I think uh, me and um, me and Bart were talking that we, we feel like we'll be comfortable by the time the Mortal Kombat movie comes out. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Um, so honestly, I'm going to say something and this is a bit of a hot take. You ready? Oh shit. I think this movie is an icon. Oh my God. I do. I mean, for the wrong reasons, but, oh, uh, Jesus. but I, I, I think for it, it is uniformly regarded as a very large misstep. It, it is what started the journey of alleging that Joss Whedon creates a toxic work environment. We weren't having that conversation until Ray Fisher came forward after this movie. And God bless Ray Fisher for being honest about his experience. I really think it's important that we support that and that artists need to speak up about abusive behavior on set because creative artists, it's the abuse is sort of baked into the profession and it's, mm. it's, it's got to stop. And so I love it's that. I love hearing a man speak up about that, you know? Yep. So I think, I think his story is powerful and I think because of all of that and then um, this fan movement to have the original director's original vision restored and released, uh, I I think all of those things catapult this film into icon status because while there was a push for the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2, it got released about 20 years later and it was with unfinished special effects, but it was very satisfying to see it sort of restored and it kind of went more in line with what he had established in the first, the 1978 Superman. Um, like I said before, Dominion, the prequel to Exus, there was that yeah. whole, that Paul Schrader had filmed a film and then they just reshot it with a different director and the same actors and kept some of the footage and the theatrical release didn't do well. So they released the one on DVD. So you could see his version of the prequel to Exorcist. Um, right. So there, there have been, it's not an unprecedented event, but I think the footprint that this event has made is unprecedented. Do you know what I mean? Okay. We've never seen it quite like this. And I think for that, this movie is actually firmly entrenched in icon status because uh, okay, whenever we, whenever we talk about reshoots, because we, we didn't talk about uh, the Gareth Edwards being the, the whole last act of rogue one being reshot being this problematic. Uh, we didn't talk about the directors of, of um, Han Solo of Solo being replaced last minute and that movie completely reshot we didn't talk about it in this nature but for some reason because it's the justice league movie because of the environment that joss whedon created and because of the fan fervor surrounding Zack snyder's work because he's a polarizing director not everyone believes in his strengths but his fans believe in him and his fans really really trust him and his social media presence really helps with that trust so um yes long answer i think this film is iconic in its own unique way and I think in 40 years, we'll be talking about the misstep of replacing Zack Snyder on this film. Okay. I, 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 do, I do really appreciate the, the beginning of the film with the country in turmoil and somebody in a sweatshirt that has a certain phrase on it, uh, abusing the, the Muslim people. Yeah. Did you, you know, I think that that's, it's, a, it's an incredible statement. I think that uh, talking about global warming and climate change you know yeah. in the film it's it's very powerful i see what you're saying i i i can't change my answer you can it's a free country i can't i'm not gonna okay uh because according to our standards it's a y con but i see what you're saying 
There you go. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. We made our way through Justice League. And do you know what's funny? I feel like I feel like we went on a whole journey that was very similar to this movie, where we started out, there was a conflict that everybody that was listening knew was not a real conflict, and it resolved at its time limit like it was supposed to. I feel like we did exactly what this movie did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's all baked in. It's all baked in. It's all baked in. It's all baked in. Looking forward to the future of this franchise. Looking yeah. forward to next week's movie. Right. Now, but this this franchise is over. Or is it? Is it going to keep going? Well, there's more movies. Uh, for no, this, I know, but yeah. after Wonder Woman 84, that's, is there anything? Are they going to? Not yet. That's all. That's all that's there right now. Oh, uh, there's a Shazam 2 that's coming. You know, there's okay. other stuff that's planned, but we don't know how connected it's going to be because you can see the the universe start fracturing. They also yeah. did that standalone Joker and they're doing that standalone Batman, and neither of which are in the uh, same yeah, there's universe. Yeah, like a new Batman, there's yeah. a Joker. It's... So so Rob Pattinson's Batman and Joaquin Phoenix Joker are Batman and Joker, but they're not in their Batman and Joker universe, but they're not in the DCEU either. Except for in Joaquin Phoenix Joker, there's that film poster that was where Martha got yeah. killed. Yeah. So like there is a tangential connection. Yeah. I don't know, man. That whole their franchise has gotten messy. It's messy. It's messy. Well, there's just too much. I mean, it's there's too many Batman. There's all these supers. There's only it's one just, Superman. I know that's what you're saying. But they had a chance, right? They had a chance to, like, solidify it. Yeah. To make it, like, this is the shit. This is the one. This is where we're going to do Shazam. Yeah. You know, this is where we're going to do Aquaman and not just as a part of, you know, that TV show in the early 2000s, Entourage. (laughs) Right? Because Vince played Aquaman. He did, yeah. But they just blew it, man. They blew it. Yeah. It's too bad. Oh, well. Well, we shall see where this goes. Yeah, we shall. CJ, it's been a pleasure as always. As always. For Icon or Icon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And I'm Richard Donner. You're not. I'm not. No, I'm CJ LaRoche. And we'll see you next next time. time.